This moment brought to you by Audible. If Audible were to randomly contact us right now, <laughs> you're about to start, weren't you? Yeah, I was about to. Go. I say, <laughs> don't you love that? <laughs> this moment also brought to you by Audible. Hey, Tyler. Yeah. What's the national sport of Minecraft? I don't know. What is it? Boxing. Oh, you son Find a spot around the fireplace, you goons. It's time for another tale of Casual Master Quest. Greetings, fellow gamers. Welcome to another episode of Casual Master Quest. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by the bodacious Tyler Vidido. What's up, dude? Heck yeah, man. How's it going? I am I am doing pretty good, uh, despite the fact that I am up a lot earlier than what I'm used to. Like, these are scary hours. Like, I'm pretty sure it was either last week or the week before we uh, recorded a little bit later than usual. It was last week. It was a tiny, tiny bit later. And then this week, we're recording a lot earlier than usual. Yeah, just a little bit. Some things yeah. are going on this weekend, so we figured out... Just also on the day, uh, so we're recording this on a what the fuck is the day Thursday? Uh, <laughs> is it is it Thursday? I thought it was Friday. You, you're yeah, correct. It is a Friday. It is a Friday. Yeah, My Friday. bad. Are you, yeah. are you okay, Nick? Well, see, the you, moment I'm moment I'm done with school, toast? like the moment I'm out of class, I lose complete track of time and day, and like I, I rely on uh, alarms and calendar reminders to remind me of what day it is or is like the, what's happening. The scarier part of this is the fact that you're on vacation, which means if you thought it was Thursday, you just mentally lost a day to have fun. That I am so sorry for your loss, sir. You, you've lost 24 hours of fun just. In that I guess. Thing. I guess. You guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is uh, Friday for us. Obviously, Monday for you guys. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, You're looking good today. Thank you. Hope you've had a good weekend. Uh, me too. I'm uh, planning on that. <laughs> and uh, just a heads up, uh, today is, in fact, the day that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate did come out for the Switch for us. However, uh, I don't know if Nick was planning on getting it. I do, but I don't have much time to play it. And so I can't really give you any impending thoughts. So you're going to have to listen to the other 2 billion podcasts out there that's going to be talking about it. Uh, just don't fall for the fanboy trap. Uh, you know, uh, let the commotion wave and I'll give you the deep, deep dives. You know those deep dives, <laughs> the deepest. Not the longest, of course, but the deepest. Right, right. right. Um, so we've got an interesting uh, episode planned. Uh, do we? Today. It's going to be a little bit news heavy, but I picked out some very interesting news articles. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Game Awards as well and some of the things that happened there um, nice. as a continuation in preparation for our version of Game of the Year, which we we, we know exactly how it's going to look like. And Absolutely. you'll find out on the day of, uh, on the episode of. Uh, but beyond that, how you been, Tyler? How's your week been? I have been doing pretty good. There's a couple of things, a lot of surprises, a lot of uh, sudden motion in the plans. And I guess the biggest one would be my parents showed up suddenly, like yesterday. Oh, okay. So I got some family uh, yeah, issues, as uh, I believe uh, anybody could discuss, so, you know, if you want to refer to my interview. And uh, my parents are on uh, a different level of relationship than what I'm used to uh, back when I was a kid. However, we've been talking to each other. We've been pretty chill. And they live in Indiana. I live up in Michigan. Uh, we live about six, seven hours away by car. Uh, a little bit longer okay. if you walk. Uh, so probably shouldn't do that. A little bit. So my uncle uh, went to the hospital a few days ago and uh, for a heart attack. And he is uh, alive. So that's good. That's that. Uh, one, you know, but, that, that, that's, yeah. uh, but that's one of those bottom line, that's the best thing I can say right now kind of situation. Right, right. 
and uh my my father particularly it's his brother uh I'm, he hasn't said a word about it actually i'm not sure if he's just trying to escape it right now because uh I, I heard like little things here and there like a uh, potentially my uncle isn't trying to seek uh, medical treatment or he's refusing it and that's uh, a bit of a scary thought and he and then uh my mama came uh up here uh yesterday or a couple of days ago and just out of the blue i'm like hey you want to hang out i'm like uh like, like on skype and like no it's silly <laughs> we're here i'm like oh oh uh, <clears throat> hey guys uh yes of course and so uh i was getting plans to uh do my usual relaxing uh getting show notes well not i wasn't gonna do the show notes so i was gonna review show notes or, or some excuse that would have otherwise let me sit in my chair uh yesterday and it was completely uh chosen instead that i was gonna go over to a chinese buffet and uh, hang with my parents and then my sister and then very surprisingly my grandma who is uh my grandmother bless her and i love her with all of my heart has a or at least previously did has a deep resonated hatred for my father right it's just one of those kind of situations where she doesn't want to be in the same room as him but uh apparently they were okay if she was on the opposite side of the table so it worked out uh the only problem with this is uh at the same time my car was uh slowly breaking down uh, the main problem with it was the uh, coolant reservoir for it was uh, cracked and so every time my car would heat up enough to the proper temperature the pressure from the car would uh slowly you know, build up the air that's in the uh, coolant reservoir or the fluid normally and it would cause it to crack open a little bit further and then the coolant would start leaking out uh profusely or profusely one of the two terms uh, I a lot a lot would spill out yeah a shit ton spilt out and then my car kept overheating and it was right. terrible uh coolant reservoir i got it dirt cheap not dirt cheap but fairly cheap because i work for uh a car park company so that works out in my favor problem is though i have the mechanical efficiency of a uh, rusted tablespoon so i don't know how to do any of that stuff i changed my brakes uh, a couple of months ago but let's be real uh it's, it's not rocket science and this isn't either it's you know take off a couple of hoses put them back on you're good to go so i had an hour to uh hit this chinese buffet with my family to see my parents for the first time in a few months and then also get my car part fixed because my brother-in-law was uh coming to join us i uh i don't think i got to taste any chinese food i think that's what's the most upsetting part it's like mm, I, I want some coconut shrimp and then i kind of like held it up to my mouth like uh that scene from pirates of the caribbean 3 where johnny depp finds a peanut and he's getting ready to eat it and then he immediately gets shot by his other johnny depp and that's upsetting i was like i i smelt the coconut but i didn't get to eat the coconut but the good news is my car is fixed so i can now drive more than five miles without you know fearing immediate re retaliation right uh lastly i've been uh continuing my netflix series uh watching thing i don't know what, you, what you'd want to call this i i feel like uh every time i watch something good on netflix i want to recommend it to somebody who hasn't uh you know unless they've given it the hard pass then prepare the tune out for two minutes have you uh watched any of the uh castlevania netflix series i've watched the first season and i'm very excited for the second season and i'll get around to it when i get around to it absolutely and i totally understand when I was expecting, or what I was expecting when I first watched Castlevania season one was something Mediocrity. cheesy. Yeah, mediocre, or mediocre, cheesy, you know, nothing above average, but what we got was something fantastic. They really, yeah, really it, la it laid a very solid foundation. I think that first season, it just gave you an understanding of who the different characters were and like what their motivations were, which is what you want from like 
the first of anything. Yeah. And and the animation style was not your usual anime animation style. It was very it was very anime movie-esque and very it was interesting. Yes, it, very high in quality. Uh very know, high in quality, that's for sure. Uh the complete opposite of uh the other great show I mentioned last week, uh Shira. But uh in this case, yeah. Oh man, Castlevania. Whew. It was a, a great banger. I believe it was last year or either that or earlier this year when it came out and season two came out recently. I'm watching that. I believe instead of, I think it was like six episodes or seven episodes for season one, but I think they doubled that minimum for the number of episodes next. And they hit it good that they did a fan fucking chest or fan fucking fantastic. Pardon my spelling here. Uh, job with, uh, delivering that series i totally recommend it guys if you really like the uh castlevania series you'll love it if you don't because i've only played one castlevania game in my life and i wasn't too you know caring for it but this show is so good it's like man this might actually make me uh try a game for five minutes again It'll, i think it will be fun but yeah that, that that's uh castlevania over on my end but over in your end nick what's going on i've been sleeping a lot sleeping we yeah. all sleep, Nick. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, with the last few weeks of school, I've only been getting anywhere between four and six hours of sleep a night, uh, just because of how much I've been I've had to do. And so for the last few days, I've just been going on like 10, 12 hours of like nice sleeping in sleep where I don't have to wake up because oh, I don't have any obligations. It sounds so good. Um, no. And then I've just been grinding a lot. But yeah, what were you? About to you, say. you would be amazed with uh the working population the like when there's times where you know being the jobless bum that i was that i took sleep for granted the same thing during school and uh, even college i was able to sleep in a little bit but man i, I know there's a couple of times in college where you just simply can't sleep because you got to choose between you know food and uh grades but man i appreciate the hell out of sleep and I understand it's like, oh, I'm going to wake up after seven hours instead of eight. I know what that does. I like I recognize the weight of the situation. And so when you tell me you get to sleep in and all that stuff, I, I feel for you, man. You you are that's the most glorious of vacations. Yeah. So just been sleeping, uh, grinding a lot because and we're going to talk about this is new. Uh, uh, There's new stuff in Destiny 2. Um, and uh I went to a friend's birthday party earlier this week. Um, oh, happy birthday to your friend this week! Yeah, uh, it was just a, it was just about four or five of us. Um, I'd promised them steaks f- for when it was my birthday earlier this year, but I never got around to it. And so Did this you, was my uh, like them wooden or steel because uh, I think wooden's the best for vampires. Uh, yeah, but you know, with steel steaks, th- they're easier to maintain and like they're a lot more eco friendly. Yeah, it's also uh, very hygienic. Uh, you yeah, chop yeah, down trees, uh, that's vicious, but steel, you and can also, move. like, if you know, if, if you do use it again, you, you don't have to worry about any sort of cross contaminations in case your victim survives, right? Um, like, yeah. if you don't turn the ash and all of a sudden they got an STD, that, that's that's a lawsuit in your exactly. hands, right? There. Like, it's either you kill them or you you, you don't make them suffer. Once um, if they're allergic to the wood, I mean that's terrible. It's like ah, oh, exactly. this, this is turning me to ash. I'm supposed to turn to yeah, dust. Yeah. Oh man, it's, um, you gotta be. But yeah, really no. Good. So I got them some. I got them some uh, steel steaks, and then I got them some uh, sirloin. Uh, oh, really okay. nice. Yeah, yeah, really nice sirloin steaks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, finally delivered on my promise. Uh, bought my uh, the birthday pal. Um, a I, I believe in 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 standard uh, eighteen ounce steak. Wow, 18 pounds? Wait, oh no, ounce. I, I said 18 pounds, and I was like, wow, you just took half the cow, <laughs> didn't you? Jeez. 
Um, uh, no, 18 ounces. That's a nice big old steak right there. Yeah, I don't know how he finished it, but he managed to finish it. I think it was mostly once he got to about two thirds of the way done. It was mostly out of like not wanting to insult me. Uh, so he Ooh. just finished the thing. Um, and then he got really, really drunk. I didn't drink a lot because I was going to drive home later that night. Um, and and he got really, really drunk and he passed out. And we did what anyone would do. We started drawing on his face. Ah, with classic. The, with the right marker. Yeah, classic. I, I, yeah, classic. <laughs> I, I was worried for a second because I thought you were going to say instead of passed out, passed away. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> that escalated <laughs> no, no. real quick. He just, he just passed out on the couch and then we pulled out a dry erase marker, pulled out some nail polish. Unfortunately, it was a little bit too fidgety for us to get the nail polish on, but oh, we managed no. to decorate his face. Oh, yeah. uh, no. He, he still has motor functions while he, when he's completely drunk and sensitive <laughs> to touching. So you, you banksied the birthday boy. Yep. Uh, especially because the next morning he had to go and meet his instructor for something very important. Oh, and no. So I, I felt like we we looked for, we made sure that we found whatever, like whatever we were using would be easily washable after a few scrubs, hmm. uh, um, like a few good hard scrubs. So then we then we proceeded because otherwise that would be too mean. Do you know what I mean? The, I mean, if you're young, yeah, let's say, if you're putting your friend's future at risk potentially, depending on how bad it goes. <laughs> or maybe... Uh, Maybe the instructor is really supportive of anybody's ways. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe just don't pass out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, not allowed to pass just out. Just be a better drinker. At least he passed out instead of blacked out. I mean, kudos to him, but... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, and, and it went it went very quick. He was at a very good point. Uh, uh, like, he had very good energy for about two hours. And then within 30 minutes, he just dipped all the way down. All right. uh, yeah, it, it was it was a fun night. He had a good time. Now yeah. I hit that point. Actually, I think I always hit that point immediately because uh, I'm a pretty low energy guy. When when I drink, I'm just sitting there like, hey, I coast for hours. I had a time where, uh, and this is why I don't drink at parties. Exactly what you described. Because I, <laughs> if I wake up with a you know a uh, you know a dick in my face, I'm like, come on, it's not even up to size. Make it smaller. <laughs> uh, but my best friend and I went to a party and he got plastered. Uh, I won't name which friend, but uh, whew, he, he was so high energy and such a party animal. And then immediately, like two hours later, you know, he was like near the bathroom saying, oh, you know, I feel terrible, but I'm still drunk. And then 20 minutes after that, I think he spent the rest of the time at the party in the main living room on the couch, uh, hiding under a blanket. I had to peel the blanket off of him and he kind of looked at me like, what like it just turned into the sad scene like he was losing his skin or something and he was hiding his shame but uh no i, I totally understand uh your, your friend's point of view Ooh. at least he was at home right so it was easy to uh deal with like not deal with him but take care of him make sure that he was comfortable deal with him fantastic yeah. you, you get him shit face and you're like oh now we gotta take care of him man. Push him on a side, put a little prop behind him, and then leave some water in tons. Uh, yeah. Friends. Uh, I mean, if it helps, he messaged me the other day, and he's like, best party ever. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> it's like when somebody <laughs> does a cool skateboarding trick and then durst it, but he wake, you know, he goes up with the thumb in there like, I'm good. That was awesome, right, guys? Yeah. Um, uh, how's your week been for games, Tyler? What have you been playing? Uh, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to, you know, make this the best video game podcast in the world, it is. But uh, I, uh, my gaming has came uh, come a little shorter than usual because most of my gaming comes on uh, Friday, Saturday. Being uh, Thursday, our day, or no, Friday, our day, uh, unfortunately, I don't have anything too new to talk about. 
but I figured I would talk about something I have played that is new, and that is called Pokemon Showdown. Nick, have you heard about Pokemon Showdown before? I have heard of Pokemon Showdown. Okay, this is brand new for me, and it's an interesting concept, and uh, for those who know it, then you know exactly what I'm going to be talking about. For those who don't, I'm going to show you a whole new unauthorized world of darkness. So... You're, when you're playing, you know, Pokemon Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Moon, if you're, you know, a sorry sack of crap. No offense to you guys, of course, but you, you got scared. <laughs> sorry to my wife. You want to catch Pokemon. You want to have fun. You want to build the team. You want to beat the elite four gym leaders and all that stuff. And eventually you might want to go into competitive play or maybe you just like breeding. One of the two. However, sometimes when you want to build a team that you're hoping is just fantastic and then you get it just smeared into the ground by somebody who's a little bit more skilled or whatnot to you, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. Heck, it's like that for me when I play Pixelmon. I go to a tournament, I think I have a cool team, and all of a sudden I just have this you know, glaring strategy thrown right in my face that just destroys me. And it makes me kind of bitter as a player because I wish I could play a little bit more, you know, training with uh, the right Pokemon and teams just to see what's going on without, you know, resorting to Pokemon Stadium for the Nintendo 64. But there is a solution to this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a group of people fighting off the, the beautiful lawyers from over at Nintendo uh, apparently has for a very long time ran a website called Pokemon Showdown. And this is an interesting thing because it guts out the whole concept of uh, you know, breeding and whatnot. It allows you to build a team from scratch. You know, it's, not, it's not an actual Pokemon game, but a Pokemon competitive simulator. You get to pick all the Pokemon you want. Heck, they even let you uh, do copy and paste from Smogon, which is a the meta playing uh, website that allows you like, hey, what's uh, what's the best move set and uh, you know EV choices for Chansey? And it's like, here you go. Push this button, you'll be able to cop it over to you know your little battle simulator in Pokemon Showdown. And I did that. And recently, uh, I feel like I've become a much better player overall and learning what is the 2018 cheesing strategies on beating other people. Now, my main problem with this is uh, I play in the OU category, which is the overused. It is right. the uh, tier right below Uber. So, you know, you can't play, you know, super ultimate, you know, Mewtwo's all the way and all that stuff. But you can play pretty, pretty far up there. However, uh, th there's a, a problem with me personally. You already know what this technically is uh i don't use legendaries at all no. I, re I refuse to even if they're you know stuff like uh keldeo or manaphy or anything like that i won't use them i don't like using legendaries because it removes the actual challenge of knowing how to play instead of just having super powerhouses it's like i don't need battle of the gods every single time i play pokemon i want a little strategy in my life however when you play ou in pokemon showdown that does not uh, give the option to say hey i just want to do ou no legendaries so, so me with my non-legendary team versus somebody that has three legendary teams it unfortunately gives them a uh, slightly higher advantage because i'll have the same pokemon the same amount of stats but they'll also have like uh 50 stats higher in defense or something because it just happens to be legendary now i shouldn't fault people that use the legendary because it is technically part of the ou but i also don't like them at all <laughs> No, it's yeah. so I, I every time I try to take on somebody that has you know heat trend and manaphy and all that stuff, and then I lose, I'm like, ah, they, it's because they had legendaries, it's not because I'm a terrible you know battler, but I'm doing better. I actually took on uh, an admin from uh Pixel Spark who wanted to test me to see if I could uh potentially become a gym leader in the uh server, and uh, 
he uh he managed to beat me with uh our pre-built teams unfortunately the pre-built team i had built on monday was different than the one i had built on my phone because uh logging in on that and logging is a such a loose term considering there's no password involved i think it's like locked to the ip right uh so i got to attack him with an old team but it didn't quite work out in my favor but then we started doing random ou and man did i just start blowing it up with my knowledge i'm like okay this guy's you know rocking grass Oh boy, you're gonna love me. Uh with the you know, an ice ice beam from Porygon 2 with Eviolite. Heck yeah. <laughs> but I, I've been getting into this weird uh Pokemon competitive meta that I haven't really felt ever since the trading card game I was doing a couple of years ago. Or no, I think it was last year specifically. I was playing a lot of Pokemon card game. But uh, you know, I'm I'm just shouting Pokemon from the hilltops and all that stuff. What's going on, on your end though? Um Back to old habits. I was going to say, uh, we're not going to talk about anything old, you know. Uh, we, we, put, <laughs> we put all those cows to pasture. Uh, back to old habits with some Fortnite, Overwatch, Fortnite. You know, Nick, if you keep having 18-pound steaks, there's not going to be any cows to put out the pasture. What's going on here, man? You're starting to concern me. Uh, I mean, you, you know, what are you, what are you supposed to do when all oh, you want to play with your friends, but all they want to do is play Fortnite? Totally understand. Uh, see League of Legends. Yeah, and it's it's a free game, so it's not like, you know, like the only thing I'm giving up here is my time. But they put out a few, uh, like a few updates ago, they made a few changes that's made the game playable again, in, in my opinion. Is it the and uninstall so, button or what's going on here? <laughs> no, they did something with the uh, shotgun damage uh, consistencies. And so um, there's my gripe with Fortnite has always been that they keep adding new things into the game without ever thinking of patching or over uh, looking over what is already in the game and fixing them rather than constantly adding things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they made shotguns feel a little bit more consistent. Uh, and so I'm able to actually play because everybody else is better than me. Like, with, that's just a fact. I'm not trying to even like. It's not self-deprecating humor. There's just. I'm pretty sure if I were to get back into the game, you would still uh, mop the floor with me. So you should take a little solace in that. Fair. Um, Fair. But like the moment I come across a sweat lord and he starts building above me, I'm like, I'm not good enough for this. Like the Fortnite used to be fun. You have an existentialistic crisis under a poorly yeah. made tower. But. Um, I've been having fun with my friends, so that's what's important, I guess. Um, uh, some Overwatch, uh, again, with friends. Uh, there's only really a few things you can do with Overwatch. And with Destiny 2, there was a new content drop this past week. Um, what was it called? The Black Armory, as part of the uh, stage. I was going to uh, say, I'm pretty sure you, you dropped at least, uh, I'm guessing, minimum 20 hours into this or something like that. So I figured you at least have the decency to remember the Black Armory. I, I'd say close to 20 hours, yes. Sure. Maybe. I'm waiting for you to like the like start counting like eh, 45. Well, I mean, I mean, by the time the 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 episode comes out, 20 hours sounds about right. Oh, um, okay. It is the start of it is the start of a content cycle. Now, a lot of people are upset with uh, Bungie because they were expecting something different, despite Bungie saying that it's not what you're expecting. So normally, when you hear season pass or annual pass, you think, all right, it's 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 paid up for whatever DLCs are coming out within this year, um, and it's going to be a DLC. Uh, Bungie was very clear on it's it's not DLC it is an expansion on end game content um it is so it's a, different than curse of Osiris and warmind or yes so in the sense that it, it it's not story based i mean it's it's not campaign based there are no campaign cutscenes there's no like this huge new arc you go on it's not a new it's not new content in the in the traditional sense here okay. they've added a new end game activity 
um, and a new raid. And that you have to pay for. That you had to pay for. And it's that coming sounds like DLC. I'm saying it's not a DLC in the traditional sense. It's not one where all it's they haven't dramatically upped the light level, and then you start off with these weak enemies, and you keep building uh, power, and then you go out and get weapons, and then you get raid ready. No, they just bumped up the light cap by 50, um, and then they have a new end game activity that you're not going to be able to complete unless you're 600 at the very least. So, and and it's not campaign based. It's not a campaign. It's a, there's a little story, a little lore behind it, but you just go and do it because it's end game. Um, they're very specific on this, but people are expecting something else different. Um, they're expecting a full-blown story DLC. They're expecting a whole bunch of things that Bungie never said were going to be there, and they said don't expect it. Um, and so people are upset. There, there, there are some things they could have done better. Um, it brings up a couple of questions from what I can see so far. Uh, there was the season pass. This isn't a DLC, but it is a uh, downloadable content that is an add-on to the game that you got to pay for. That, but it's not DLC, but it's also not an expansion either. So it, it's just the the way you're describing it sets off a couple of red flags. Of uh, it's like saying, uh, let's uh, do a small uh, miniature, not uh, not a real campaign for Gambit or anything like that, but uh, you know, uh, a content cycle that involves Gambit. But we didn't have to pay for that. So it's just it's weird uh, how you're describing it. How much was it, by the way? If I uh, could ask, thirty five for the full year. Is that for? Uh, on, in Canadian or US? US. Okay, so 35 for a whole year? This is yeah. a subscription? Yeah, 35 for the full... Like it, It's like any other like seasonal pass, annual pass. It's just 35 bucks. Oh, so this is like a separate season pass S style uh, kind of Yeah, so okay, so when you think... Of, okay, so I, I guess I made this a little confusing too. When you no, think okay. about uh, DLC or expansion for Destiny, you, like, you think about... You think about full story-based, like new campaign, new worlds... Um, and Bungie was very clear that it's it's more of a content cycle. It is all DLCs, like at baseline, it is a DLC. You're paying for more content. But in talking and thinking about Bungie specifically and what they've always done, we've had the Taken King, Rise of Iron, uh, the Dark Below, the House of Wolves, and then Curse of Osiris and War Mind and Forsaken with Destiny 2. Um, you're not paying for something fully um, fleshed out in that sense, or you're not getting all of that up front. Uh, with, with the $35 for the full year, um, you're getting all these different things that add to your end game as you play the, as you play the game. And are you are you having fun? I guess would be the first question. Oh yeah, I'm having fun. Point. Yeah. Okay. A bungee like in terms of PVE, they put out a roadmap. What we're going to be expecting when? A couple of rough dates. Uh, this is what's happening. Um, and I've been having fun so far. It added uh, a new activity that's pretty straightforward, but it's a pretty action packed. Um, yeah. Let's let's say hypothetically, uh, for all the people that just got Destiny for free and then got Forsaken for let's say thirty bucks since it was right. on sale that one time, would you say this extra thirty five dollar purchase would be worthwhile for them if they want to play into Forsaken and they're getting into the uh, the cycle that took them from five hundred to six hundred? If you haven't hit, hit six hundred, there's no point. Okay, so because this you're not going to be able to play it. So this is the elite level thing. Like I wouldn't be able to touch this until I got back into the game and kept playing until I hit 600. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fair enough. So this is essentially just something more for somebody who's hit that cap and they don't want them to actually leave. But $35, much, that's quite a bit though. Pretty much, but that covers everything for the entire year. And they put out a little map on Did what they to expect. Did they have a season pass for uh, Forsaken though? Because I'm pretty no, they sure. Didn't. 
It's the same thing. Season pass, annual pass. It was the same thing. Okay, annual pass. Because uh, I remember Nick when uh, sir, uh, when Cam, whoops, uh, had bought the uh, the whole mega bundle on uh, the PS4. It came with a annual pass or something like that to give him like extra well, content. Did it come with the Forsaken stuff that gave him uh, Curse of Osiris and Warmind, or did he buy the uh, post Forsaken stuff? No, he bought the mega everything in one bundle. So he okay. Got so everything. yeah. So that's uh, it's going to be included. All of this is going to be included in that. Oh, so he technically would have access to the black army for that he should if he bought if you got it he should yeah i, I love how you say that and then you did this weird like shoulder thing he should <laughs> oh okay. um but yeah there's a bunch of other stuff that they're putting out for free for everybody also keep in mind they did raise the light level for everybody so everybody regardless as long as you have forsaken now your power cap is 650 instead of 600 oh it's 650 now i did not know that yeah yep oh boy can't wait yeah um, yeah, there, there are some issues, but overall, I'm having fun with some of the new stuff. The new raid uh, dropped on Friday. Um, it, this time, the raid completion only took about three hours. Uh, but the, the the review is that it's a lot of fun, mainly because nobody needed to grind as much. Like, uh, nobody was as severely underleveled as they were for the raid that came out with Forsaken. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, at least uh, Destiny 2 players that are like hardcore into it, they'll have something to do. It's just... Uh... So so that was one of the arguments as to like, because you couldn't do the new activities if you weren't 600. Um, and, and people were complaining, a lot of the casual players were complaining that... Uh, that this isn't fair for us who bought the black armory should have at least uh you should give us some way to catch up um and that's probably fair criticism for the first because uh for the first activity so these are forges where you go and forge weapons essentially that sounds Um, like fun maybe in, in a very destiny style it is fun um, and in the first forge, I do agree that either the first forge should have been uh, a little bit lower so that everybody could get a taste of it, or uh, the week before Black Armory, when they put out a new patch that changed a bunch of things, they should have allowed people to start grinding then. Because uh, the criticism here is that because this is uh, end game content they're introducing, there is no new content that people can do to grind things. So we had to grind old content to play new content which is i think a completely fair criticism on bungie's part and they're like yeah we (laughs) we we messed up a little bit here we'll take this into consideration and so the first thing they did they did they dropped the uh, light level requirement a little bit immediately that was enough for quite a few people to play having said that though i do feel like if you really wanted to play this um unless you've had time uh, not had time or you've been playing other games um you should be at least at 580 now well, uh, again, unless you've not had time or you've been playing other games, or you have somehow flat out burnt out from Destiny Two so much that uh, it, it it stinks because I think Destiny Two uh, hit the same level as Minecraft or not Minecraft, sorry, uh, RuneScape. Yeah. Where uh, I love it, I would happily play it. But if I stop for more than a week or two, if my wife catches me playing it again, I'll have a big argument. She's like, "You've been finally free of those shackles. You can't go back to them." It's like, "But I want to level up my fishing." The night. 99 or you know i want to raise my light no okay but Um, i i I, no i I totally understand this makes it you're telling me 600 i'm like man that's vicious you know 600 is a hard grind but uh if 650 is the cap would that mean uh right now if if i were to continue playing would getting 600 be a little bit easier for me or no 
So that's, again, one of the other issues. And Bungie didn't really do anything to compensate for that or give people affordances to, like, speed up the leveling process. And so they've, they're planning. I um, can't remember exactly what they were planning, but they did detail in their last weekly uh, thing uh, that they are going to be introducing ways for people to catch up quicker to 600. Okay. Because I understand that it's endgame, but still, you, you need to, like, give us a little something for the people who didn't have a chance to play as much. I don't want to sit here and be all elitist and be like, well, you should have just played the game. I can... I can definitely relate to like people not having time uh, because of real life things, but also, you know, it's kind of like, no, I totally understand. Uh, at this point, my only concern is uh, I played a lot of the content cycle. The only thing I didn't really get to touch is, uh, you know, the raid stuff. I didn't get to touch yeah. the last wish. Also, also with you, you were playing alone for the most part and destiny can get, Oh, I wasn't alone. playing alone. I was playing uh, with uh, friends and previous co-hosts and okay. Nick occasionally. But um, they're all under leveled, actually. Like, well, not they, but a lot of my friends that I would actually play with, such as uh, Nick and whatnot, they would, they'd be at like five oh five and stuff, and right. just spending constant time with them. You know, I'd get prime Ingrams, but otherwise they'd just be a, a slow, vicious grind if I was lucky. Right. Yeah. But if the, they do fix that to where I could possibly speed it up, so I could uh, either try the raid a little bit more reasonably for a rookie at my level, or if I can try this black armory stuff, let me know, please, because I'd love to give it a shot again. Oh, for sure. Um, now I know. It's, now I know that we said we'd like sort of avoid news as much. What's news? Uh, the, uh, no, actually, I remember uh, some asshole emperor guy named uh, Styler uh, said that this <laughs> is the devil in a uh, timeless podcast episode and they need to get rid of it forever. Uh, are you, are you going to go against the, this horrible egotistical, uh, not ego, eagle, like he's a bird? Uh, are you going to go against his uh, his decree? Just a little bit, yeah, because Ooh, I found creation. some particularly interesting news articles. Ooh, the the Birdman Emperor is pleased with this uh, these little nibbles of nuggets. Not that I would know, uh, you know. No, no, that, that guy's not. Yeah, crazy. Jeez, why? Would um, this is fantastic. So I'm I'm going to cover this first one. Um, Epic Games has launched its own store. Yeah, it did. They were talking about it uh, last week. Uh, we didn't really mention it, but they were actually discussing it, you know, potentially happening. Well, not potentially. It is happening. But uh, when you looked at Fortnite in the uh, the beta, because they actually threw it out in the beta just to mm -hmm. see what people mm -hmm. thought, uh, suddenly it showed like, oh, yeah, uh, it's not just uh, not just uh, Fortnite in here. It's, it's not just Epic Games anymore. Um, it, it's it's um, it's interesting. Um any anybody who uh, any devs who publish through uh, Epic's launcher, uh, Epic Store, will get um, eighty-eight percent of the total revenue instead of Steam's seventy percent, which and has been changed. Has it been changed? Uh, there has been an update by Steam and uh, the realization that they must have heard something about this. Uh, so more news on the side news: Steam has offered uh, a, a higher slice of the cut for those who are uh, making the big bucks, so to speak. So this is only gonna apply to like the top 5%. And uh, if you wanna look it up real quick, uh, Steam raises, you know, 70, 30. But uh, right now, uh, before it was 70, 30 right across the board. I believe after like uh, 5 million or 10 million, they'll raise it to 75. And I think the cap stops were uh, at uh, 50 million. If they make 50 million US dollars, anything after that, they'll do 80, 20 which is still off there you know it's a raise it's an increase if only like you said there's somebody that would do it a little bit more uh, economically efficient like 88 12 or something like that from so. the get-go you don't even need to have uh previous references from the very beginning 
uh, Epic is willing to work with developers to make sure that they keep 88% of the profits. And on top of that, if they happen to be using uh, making use of the Unreal Engine, they get they get the five percent royalty uh, fee waived mm-hmm. if they publish through Epic. The the nice thing about publishing through Epic, the person who is in charge of Unreal Engine, uh, it's kind of nice if you go straight for the source. It's also nice because Epic, uh, in an interview, had talked about uh, them doing testing and see like how much uh, can we cut off uh, the trimming here to see uh, you know how much we can get from the company or uh, from uh, developers without you know being screwed over here that way uh, they, we can give them the the best possible deal because uh, 70 30 you know was the reasonable amount way back in the day when server costs was a lot higher back in you know 2007 2008 and nowadays it's you know a lot cheaper and so they reevaluated they tested their own things so like if we were to charge them you know 12 percent of their uh profits we feel like uh we could still make a small trimming of the profit not too much as uh you know steam or other things but just enough to where uh it, we can make it more affordable because the developers have been kind of screwed over lately in terms of uh getting their money when it comes to you know yep. getting a game pu- uh not published but put out yep so you know good on uh good on epic games for that I was, um, uh, see, so for me, the issue here was uh, originally when I was reading this article. Oh, and uh, this article came to us by uh, Ars Technica. Um, Thank you, was, Technica. was that, I, oh, damn it, I have to download another another client, but then I realized I don't have to because I had the client. You have you, goddamn Fortnite because you, you have are, the client. You are a pull. Oh, God. All, yes, all, of, my friends, <laughs> all of my friends have the client. There, there must be millions of people who have the client, and so this seemed like a, um, um, a very, I'm trying to seamless integration. It seemed like a very intuitive thing to just do and make happen. Um, and I may have issues with Fortnite, but I don't really have issues with Epic. Uh, they, they made one of my favorite uh, video game series, Gears of War. Um, yeah. They started off with that. Oh, they didn't start off with that, but then that's how my history started off with Epic. Um, Nick, and so I I ran a Facebook page for uh, Legend of Zelda memes for quite a while. You know, I only had like 500 followers on it, but uh, right. You know, I, I knew they loved video games. I knew they loved Zelda. So when I transitioned it into the Super Goon Squad fan page, so suddenly I had five people, 500 people going Super Goon Squad. What the is video games? What is this? They were confused. They were thrown off, but it worked so well. I was confused too, but now I'm kind of like, this is pretty cool. Yes, especially when they did the whole changeover because I wasn't part of the beta program. In fact, I had no idea what the beta program was. I was like, yeah, whatever. I just closed it. Just going from uh, an Epic uh, game uh, Fortnite launcher to a video game virtual outlet, it's kind of befuddling uh i wouldn't say as far as malicious or anything like that because uh, they're not tricking people you can still just no, do that no, they're not. Fortnite. but now they're offering you a potential chance to you know, look at it and say oh like i'm pretty sure a lot more people uh, look at the Fortnite launcher or whatnot than people look at steam so when uh those millions of people get on Fortnite for the first time and they're like oh what's this on the side here oh there's games here <laughs> you know they, they're gonna be curious they're gonna want to take a look they already have their mom's uh you know credit cards so they can get the b bucks so you know what can happen what's the worst what's the worst what's the worst now, that could happen no there's worse that could happen have you heard of a little company called bethesda bethesda Ooh. uh, uh re- remind me what games have they made um well they've done you know fantastic games such as skyrim um mm. no um fallout fallout uh four mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the most recent one, Fallout 76. Ah, yes, yes. I'm sorry. You're right. Now I'm remembering Skyrim. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, yeah. Fallout 4 was pretty good. Uh, but Fallout 76, that was the, the truest pinnacle of gaming right there. The shining beacon of hope of how publishers and developers should handle anything. My God, it was beautiful. <laughs> What's going on over at uh, Fallout 76, though? Um, I'm trying to decide which one to start with. And I think I'll start with. Yeah, you got a one-two punch going on here. You know, let's let's start with uh, let's go in chronological order. Um, let's start with the canvas bags. So, uh, yes, uh, the 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 bags. Tyler, did you buy Fallout 76? I uh, most regrettably, of course, uh, did not purchase Fallout 76. I uh, I I was listening to my best friend play it and talk about it. And he was obviously, oh, he was here a couple of weeks ago to talk about it. It's one of those things where if he plays it and he tries to encourage me to play it when I got other food, you know, I got food items on my plate here. Uh, I know it's going to be a flavor of the month, so I kind of held off on it to let him test the waters. But at the same time, I don't really care for Fallout in general. So I'm a bit biased over here. But I wouldn't go as far as to say as uh, I'm biased enough to say that uh, anything Bethesda do will always be bad but they somehow keep managing to prove that statement and it, it kind of concerns me like come on guys i'm trying to you know play devil's advocate here you, you don't have to you know go this far though you know set the score what's going on here but uh yeah you're referring to uh the infamous uh bag gate of 2018. bethesda started off i wouldn't say started off but it started like at e3 they were one of the strongest presenters there were they arguably okay. arguably they were one of the, they're in the I'm top three at the very least um but they, they they put up a good show and then and then all of this happened so if you if you managed if you bought if you pay 200 us dollars for the fallout 76 collector's edition that came with a box set a power armor helmet yeah and advertised to come with a canvas bag um hey if i have thousands of people watching me play the game i got that canvas back i'm just letting you know i got it and i am <laughs> proud if i was an influencer trying to show how great this bag is i got it so so when when people started getting their collector's editions in um uh that they paid 200 dollars dollars for for the bag uh it like that includes the bag uh they instead received a very cheap nylon bag um one user uh not a user but one person sent an email to Bethesda customer support saying uh it, and mind you this is a very rough paraphrase what the fuck is this i didn't pay 200 dollars for this piece of shit are you sure this was paraphrase? Because I feel like this is the the true sentiment of anybody that got scorned this by was Bethesda. The, this was the true uh, this, uh, the 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 feelings. Uh, the, I'm just. I think really, it's a sentiment. I think I mean sentiment. I I think you meant sentiment too, but I just worked. What the hell's a sediment? Sediment is what when you take like sand and oh. put it in water. It it's yeah, at the bottom. The, yeah, and that happens in rivers. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I said sediment. For, yeah, <laughs> this is like Fallout seventy six. The situation <laughs> with bad is truly the sediment of this whole thing because it's just the scum of rock at the bottom at this point. Right. So uh, they they complained to customer service and customer service is like, uh, yeah, canvas bags are too expensive to make. 
Um, no, we're not going to do anything about it. Have a good day. And and that just set the people off. That just fell down like a bag of rocks into the what? bottom of the lake, creating sediment. What the fuck are you doing with the two hundred dollars from from the collector's editions if if you can't afford to make canvas bags? That however, is going into the shipping. Thank you. However, uh, if you were a as as Tyler uh, joked earlier, if you were a YouTube inf- if you were an influencer, a social media influencer of any kind who happened to showcase Fallout seventy six and all its all its wonderful 2011 glory including um, twitch mixer and all that stuff because we accept all kinds nick we don't discriminate no um you would have had you would have gotten a fallout 76 style canvas backpack um not as uh, not similar to the one advertised on the collector's edition but regardless you were given one for free whereas here people have paid money and uh, for an advertised product and have not received it uh finally after um reports came out that people are uh, looking to sue uh, and file lawsuits class action lawsuits Bethesda was like yeah all right we'll make your damn bags um and i feel like that was the exact sentiment w- with which they said that too um classy uh bethesda of course uh because it's interesting because when you're talking about the uh, we're not going to do anything about it we talked about last week uh that was a uh, tempire that you know got quickly scolded and shuffled away by bethesda like oh yeah i forgot we, we're not supposed to let an- anybody uh speak our official opinion like that no but then they uh very professionally do the same thing classy so that was an article um uh, like how the f- how how can you have customer service that bad? Like even if you're not going to do anything about it, you can't say, um, "Yeah, uh, they're too expensive to make." We're not going to do anything about it. You can't you can't say that. I can ask you a couple of questions here and see where we can go with this. Uh, Nick, question number one. Uh, just play uh, the role for me. Uh, do you like money? Yes. Do you like lots of money? Yes. Do you like making lots of money as uh, with as minimal effort as possible? Yes. Well, sir, I have the good news for you. Have you heard of the uh, the called bait and switch? No, because I have not. What is that? My kind, sir, uh, I got here this nice, fine, very, very high quality canvas bag for you. Mm, for $200 and a couple other trinkets, I could gift this bag to you. But you don't want this bag. You want to sell it to the customer. The customer is going to love this bag. But the news is, canvas is out. It's too expensive. It's kind of running. But we got this one bag we want to show off in this high-quality picture. Put a little Photoshop in the back. Mwah! It's beautiful. But they don't want that. They just want the design, the concept. They want to give us the money. You got to think like the customer. You got to eat like the customer. You <laughs> want to wear this bag like the customer. It doesn't matter what kind of quality. So we're going to go into the deep, beautiful, rich mountains, the Nylon Mountains over in China. And we're going to mine that nylon and we're going to give them a more interesting quality. Now, they're not going to notice a damn thing. What they're going to notice is they're going to enjoy a nice bag that they can wear, eat, do whatever the hell they want with. And they're going to give us more money for our work. Now, how uh, does that sound work? like to you? These seem kind of shitty. Are you sure that's going to work? Now, the Nylon Mountains is a beautiful, high quality mountain. You know, I, I, I the, the Canvas Mountains are a little bit lesser known over in the you know part of Japan. But the Nylon Mountains, they're not going to notice. What's the difference? They're all mountains. Can yeah? Let me ask you this, Nick. Uh, are they going to be able to hold five pounds worth of product in it? I w- yes. They, they both seem like they can hold five pounds worth of product. Are they uh, are they uh, a sickening yellowish, uh, mostly green color? Yes. Do they have handles? Yes. If you slap up spots 
on a very large horse. Can you call that horse a cow? No. So nylon mountains are high quality. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> like seriously, I, I don't know what the thought process. <laughs> you lost me with the cow part, but no, that's. Well, I, it's just like they're trying to trick you by saying it's the same thing, right, guys? And it's like, no, you you can't put spots on a horse and make it look like a cow. You know, you got to. Uh, you can milk a horse, I guess. Actually, you probably shouldn't do that. It's probably slightly <laughs> frowned on. Just a little bit. Uh, Tyler, do you want to talk about this uh, other piece? And yes, we're not done with Bethesda. Yeah, we Bethesda another... is still under the... Like, Bethesda right now is kind of like a mouse, and we're like the big cats, even though realistically, in the world, Bethesda is uh, the much bigger cat. So uh, the, the mouse that is Bethesda News was trying to run off into the hole, but the cat paw comes slamming down and saying, hey, I heard you've been breaching something over here. You know, uh, my, other, my other cat friends have been whispering in my ears, and I... Something tells me you've been telling people a little too much information. Now, I never thought I could yell at Bethesda for being TMI, but uh, Bethesda has been leaking information uh, such as addresses and phone numbers to other random people that have been having the problem with the whole bag situation. So uh, for the most part, and a couple of people have tweeted this on Twitter, uh, as, you know, as if you could you know, tweet it anywhere else, that, you know, hey, I uh, put my support ticket in saying, hey, maybe we can work something out with this bag thing because uh, I'm actually uh, allergic to the mountains of nylon and I would prefer uh, canvas mountain bags. And some reason you sent me some information involving dozens of other people with the same problem alongside their address and phone numbers and other information. But Bethesda is very, 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 very clear in saying, hey, uh, at least we didn't give them your pass or, you know, their, these people's passwords. We didn't give them credit card information. Wink, wink. We are still secure. And it, it was like Bethesda was in such a panic that they accidentally tried hiring other people having problems to fix this problem. It's like, hey, if you, you help me with these 10 other people, I'll fix your problem. Like it was a pyramid scheme by accident. But uh, OK, straight from the get go, Bethesda, like I said, gave a bunch of people's information to other people for some reason. Uh, they had no idea what the fuck happened, but uh, once they found out, they immediately took down the website. And this is interesting, Nick. Uh, What's going on here? What is the nylon mountain on fire at this point? I don't even know at this point. <laughs> but has just crumbled in the last few uh, few uh, weeks. It's been it's been an interesting thing to see from from Baggate to this to the 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 criticism over Fallout seventy six and how quickly it just died on on uh, like Twitch and Mixer. Like Fallout seventy six was massive the first few first week, I would argue. Uh, okay. And that's being generous, I think. And then after that, like, I've seen little to nobody play Fallout 76. And crumbling is a strong term in this case. Uh, but that's, oh, uh, is, uh, I, I feel like uh, they, they could take a few punches and still, not, you know, they can roll with the blows here. But uh, at the same time, they they have been under such massive criticism over the past few weeks, more than they have in quite a while, actually. Bethesda's actually fairly well known for, you know, taking criticism, at, you know, you know, doing controversial things. Uh, the most notable one I remember is uh, them uh, sending a lawsuit for copywriting against uh, Notch because uh, he wanted to make a game called Scrolls. And uh, no, I'm not even sure if it was Scrolls or versus Scroll, but uh, he just wanted to make a game called Scrolls. And uh, they're that sounds too much like Elder Scrolls. You're trying to steal <laughs> our game. And Notch is like, uh, you know, I'll challenge you to a game and whoever wins gets the rights to it. And then he immediately got hit with a, a season, you know. Season desist. Yeah. yeah. And okay okay bethesda you're cool you're, you're you're a big boy here bethesda is have have 
had a good middle and a, and a interesting end to the year. But as they say, all publicity is good publicity. So let's let's see so what happens. Since we're on the subject, uh, the Game of the Year award for this category is uh, most talked about consistently uh, video game company. <sighs> or how about most controversial? Okay, okay. Uh, I, I feel like Telltale and uh, could uh, potentially challenge Tell, that. Uh, but... Telltale, Rockstar, and we've got Bethesda here. Okay, fine. If those are the categories, uh, since they all got nominated, uh, I want to put my vote in. You put your vote in. Uh, all right. Uh, did you put your vote in? Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, that was R2-D2. I was just reading the votes out. Jeez. Uh, so looking at this, I have written on this piece of paper. Uh, it says, I got Bethesda. And uh, I can't read your piece of paper. What's your piece of paper here? Is it Rockstar? Is it Telltale? Is it Bethesda? What's going on here? <sighs> uh telltale uh, Ooh, ooh, okay 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 so uh we're at a tie so it's up to you the people i mean we'll hear about it more uh but yeah ongoing stuff let's see if bethesda can uh somehow scrape up their own shit that they keep splattering on the floor and saying whoops my mistake and they keep bending over the you know clean up that you know the trash fire so um why couldn't we just be more... peaceful in the nylon mountains man it would have been a the lot nylon more mountains i've heard are beautiful this time of the year tyler do you want to do you want to head out on a trip <laughs> uh if i'm gonna head out on a trip nick I, I need i need some kind of new console or something entertaining in my hands because uh much as i love the switch i feel like going over to china i need i need something natural from there you know i need a nice chinese based console well you know what you're just in luck my friend oh um, man. in case you haven't heard it Soldier Boy just dropped two video game consoles. It's your boy, Soldier Boy, over here um, from the Nylon Mountains. This is, this was the most ridiculous thing I've heard all week, and I'm like, Tyler would Hell get a kick yeah, out of this. Um, I don't even have the article up anymore. <laughs> I'm at the website ready to purchase uh, what I got in front of me. Um, is a, a beautiful thing, man. How much is this console? Okay, so in American dollars over here, there's two consoles. Uh, I'm hoping you, you checked up and you're uh, confirmed on that. Yeah. Uh, Soulja Boy released a uh, totally legal, uh, non-copyright, uh, touchable console and a handheld. Uh, for me right now, I'm looking at this. I can pay, buy with PayPal and more payment options, it says below. Uh, there's a Soulja Game console uh, for 149 It's on sale right now. Normally it's 199, but you know, Christmas season, all this stuff, he's feel like he's giving. Honestly, with how much money he totally spent uh, trying to get the publishing rights for uh, all, uh, I believe, oh, 800 built in games. And uh, uh, for one of the pictures it shows for this, it shows a picture of it with uh, an interesting looking controller that looks remarkably like a DualShock with uh, a picture of uh, Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. And it uh, looks like it's Tomb Raider 2, judging by the uh, cropped out image of uh, Tomb, uh, <laughs> sorry, Rise of the Tomb Raider specifically. Uh, so a couple of questions, uh, quite a few questions. However, I will, let me quickly touch. There's also Soldier Boy handheld, which uh, normally is also $200. But it's not marked down to 149 quite like uh, the main console. It's actually dropped down to $99. Plus, it has the color option 
wow, there's a color option drop-down feature. So I can pick white. I'm going to click on it. And also white. So it's just white. Okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. No, we can cover so much here. <laughs> I just want to point out that both are 200 base price. Yes. They're both $200. And they got the hot, hot deal of only 149 <laughs> But you get the handheld. Soldier Boy's got you covered this Christmas. He's going to give you another $50 off. No rebate required down to 99 He He is, uh, he is making the jumps that companies like valve or epic games could only dream of like nintendo is quivering it's like our switch is doomed all right so let's let's start with the handheld switch man let's start with the handheld okay sure there's apparently over three thousand built-in games it apparently has uh support support to connect to the tv Uh, i was just about to get uh, so it's apparently three years old despite just being dropped this thing can walk it can read and talk now and it like if my three-year-old if i had one had three thousand built-in games i would pay a (laughs) hundred dollars for that too the material uh, is soldier game video game console that's listed as the official material that's actually a super high quality nylon canvas mix uh they do a a mixture using coal and whatnot uh so this connects to the tv uh it says uh well i thought it said something along the lines of uh hdmi but uh apparently i'm mistaken it shows uh, what looks like a nice 4K TV with uh, a couple of people playing uh, some kind of uh, sports game. I'm assuming that's on the uh, you know the handheld here. Uh, this HD TV 4K uh, that probably doesn't have anything but HDMI in it. Uh, the connection that it's offering is the RGA cables, aka uh, red, white, and yellow. And uh, that's going to be fixed by plug it into the headphone jack, apparently. Uh, so this the information about this is pretty uh, you know interesting. Uh, uh, Nick, can you tell me about like what kind of processing power it has or anything like that? Um, no, <laughs> I can't tell you anything about it. It seems like say- it's got the screen size that's about the size of a Game Boy Micro. Um, at least, uh, unless I actually see somebody hold it, that's what it looks like to me. But it's definitely not as big as a DS touchscreen even. I want to read the, this information all the way from the top if I could real quick. So. All right. For the, the highlights of this beautiful Soldier Boy game handheld, uh, color display. Yes. yes. I, I sure in hell hope so, If this is <laughs> unless this is the Game Boy Pocket. Like right now, uh, in this little package in front of me, I have a backlit screen meant for my uh, Game Boy Color. Uh, so I, I, I like if I can do that, they can do it. Package. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for not just sending it with the sticker <laughs> over the screen or something. Touch screen. No. You don't have to tell us that, but okay. So this is uh, the model. Uh, the model, uh, you know, normally letters and numbers. Handheld game console, all in caps. Uh, so that is the uh, the model. There's no one or anything like that. Uh, brand in a name, Soldier Game by Ann Burnick, which is a well-known Chinese manufacturer for knockoff consoles. Not that this is a knockoff console, of course. No, no, it's not. It's a Soldier Boy console. <laughs> Uh, next up is screen size. It says 3.0 inches. This is the first technical uh, information detail we have. The second one, communication, USB. Okay, fair enough. Again, it says, again, screen size, 3.0 inches. It, it, the screen size is so nice, they had to say it twice. What's going on here? Jeez. And then it goes on to describe the you know the details and all that stuff. Uh, I love how it tells us uh, screen size in inches, but then tells us the weight based off the metric system. And it says for color that it's a black console, even though the other only color option we can pick is white. <laughs> it's white. 
and it will uh for the type uh, i'm surprised it doesn't give us a blood type or anything like that it says it has switch 3ds vita neo geo game boy color <laughs> game boy game boy advance handheld game players i don't know what that means it sounds like it just has this cheap uh raspberry pi put it into the shell of a handheld and it's like actually this is just the emulator but you can potentially have 3,000 built-in games or i'm assuming it's probably 3,000 uh... different versions Hot deal, man. Christ, Hot deal. alive. Now, if we go back to the Soldier Game console. Ah, yes. Um, the, the, the console. <laughs> uh, package, Actually, yes. I was just going to say, they did it a better uh, with uh, describing this console and this uh, one than the handheld. I'm not sure if maybe they dropped 50 bucks because they didn't know what the fuck it was either. So they're like, uh, let's just type in random shit from what we look at the picture. Honestly, this looks like the most amalgamated Frankenstein beast I've seen that crosses over like an Xbox and like uh, like any of the the the, the uh, Segas. It has the shell of a PlayStation Four uh, for, uh, that is completely white. Uh, it has some interesting designs uh, on the X- side. Is that an Xbox shell? That's an Xbox shell. That's an Xbox okay. One Mini uh, or One S. Sorry. Okay, so this is a repurposed uh, Xbox One S shell uh, that uh, has I don't even know what the hell that little hole in the right corner of that console that's, is, uh, that's is that a an whole, eye? That's the, that's the on button that's the power button that's oh oh boy a big black <laughs> button yeah and then it has a couple of usb drives in the front okay that's respectable uh in the back or sorry one of the pictures they show and bless them for this uh they show the exact uh controller for a playstation one dualshock except that instead of the uh the shape you know triangle cross square circle it has a b c d <laughs> Uh, this is to, not even. It's not even consistent with the handheld. I can't even make this shit up. Uh, wait, is, is, is it different from the handheld button? Yeah, not, the handheld is A B X Y. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like first time. It's like the console's like okay. Who can we rip off the most? Uh, ooh, let's rip off uh, Microsoft and PlayStation and the handheld. Let's do play. Mm, let's do Nintendo. So we're gonna steal their button schematics. And also, just for you guys' uh, curiosity, uh, the triangle is D. So, you know, pointy D up there. D's on top. And uh, if we look at the type over on the side in the description, it says for Soldier Game, uh, PS, Neo Geo, PC, Sega, GBA, uh, NES video games. So is this, so it says for Soldier Game. Does that mean that he's pu- publishing video games as well now? Ladies and gentlemen, straight from the beautiful mountains of Nylon, Soldier Game is going to be released and published by Soldier Boy on the Soldier Game console. It, like the one-time exclusive you can get nowhere else <laughs> along with this beautiful purchase for only 149 think about it people you paid 300 for a switch and then 60 more for zelda if you want your chance to play soldier game plus playstation neo geo pc sega game boy advance nes video games 800 of them built in into this beautiful not three-year-old console for some reason they had the you know re- reinstate you know insinuate that <laughs> this is your chance the soldier console or soldier game console is right here uh coming to your door it comes with uh, and i repeat it's going to come with an hdmi cord okay it also comes with the infamous audio or uh, auxiliary uh three millimeter to uh red white and yellow cord for the for for the thugs out there that uh you know they want to be like, like soldier boy but they have the two tv stuff 
So, uh, it comes with a uh, USB powered uh, adapters, but it doesn't come with the USB adapter plug. So you can power this on your <laughs> computer or something like that, but you're going to have to buy your own plug if you want to power this thing at your house. Sorry, folks. And uh, most notably, uh, and the controller here in this picture where it shows all the cords, it shows a different controller schematic. Once again, it's given up the ABCD and then it goes to ABXY once more. <laughs> what um, the fuck is going on? It comes It comes with uh, Linux installed, uh, 800 games pre-installed. It supports PS1. Can you give that one more time, Nick? Uh, you cut up for a second there, buddy. It comes with Linux installed. Uh, it comes with 800 games installed previously, like pre-installed. Um, it has uh, PlayStation 1, arcade games, Game Boy Advance games, SFC. I don't know what the fucking SFC is unless you could tell me. Sega, NES, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, uh, GG, SMS, Game Series. What the fuck is all of this stuff? I'm trying to figure out the fucking SFC is. Uh, I got St. Francis College System File Checker Sustainable sure Furnishings Console. This team. How about um, Sustainable Food Center? Does this thing have food in it? <laughs> what's a gg not a good g- game but what's a gg game <laughs> clearly <laughs> it's nothing but good game what's uh, a, what's an sms game <laughs> uh, gg is a uh, game gear by the way game gear okay uh which is uh, a sega handheld console okay but, okay uh sfsc super fucking classic <laughs> <laughs> this is this is amazing this can't be real <laughs> this got to be a prank right this is fantastic. Uh, this gotta be a pretty. He's gotta good. be hit with so much lawsuit. <laughs> so many Maybe lawsuits. He loves video games so much that he's building a machine that takes them all in, and so he can give his money the best way he can to every possible publisher and developer of any game that he stole a game from. Quoting directly from the article that uh, this is on Esquire yes. um, of his venture, Soldier Boy tweeted. To the first person that purchased my console, you just brought tears to my eyes. Tears of joy. Thank you so much for your support. I promise to continue my tech company and evolve it in the gaming world. I'm just a kid with a dream. Is Soldier Boy real? Apparently. Did he, maybe he got like stolen and they replaced him with like this economical regime of a machine that just spews out this stuff. I feel like he's... <laughs> Is Soldier Boy held captive or something in the Nylon Mountains? <laughs> like they're hiding on the mountain, like uh, you know they're, they're gonna catch us in the Canvas Mountains. <laughs> We're not that rich, but it, it feels like no, maybe this is a cry for help at this point because I don't even know what the fuck is what is the fuck as I uh, describe what is a TF uh, card slot? Is that the, no fuck, the fuck card slot? I, What's maybe it's an like TF uh, GG um, SMS Game Series uh, Soldier. <laughs> Also, I want to point out that uh, it supports a TF card, which I'm assuming is like an SD card, uh, max to 32 gigabytes, which it describes uh, very accurately as ultra large capacity. Uh, first off, uh, if it has everything pre-installed, why do we need to put a uh, TF card in? I'm 100% sure that most of that $200 is going into the shipping of this product. <laughs> like the packaging, because... The the you you don't need smart people to make something this hack and slash together like this Frankenstein. Okay, uh, I got a couple of questions. Uh, two of them are right up. Uh, get ready for the bat, Nick. Uh, do you think if I were to buy this right now, tempting as it is, <laughs> uh, do you think it would be able to reach to me by Christmas, which is in uh, eighteen days for us? A, it's it actually is pretty likely. You I, really I would think give so? it about I would give it about a sixty percent chance. 60. Okay, uh, I. I 
you you believe in the soldier boy power of shipping. <laughs> the soldier boy is going to deliver it himself at this point. I should give it about three weeks uh, from China. Um, you know this comes by boats, right? Not dreams or prosperity at this point. <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, the second question, which I completely... Oh, no, I remember now. Do you think I could hack this shit out of this thing? A hundred percent, for sure. Uh, definitely more so the console than the uh, handheld. I don't know what the handheld would probably run off. But the fact that the console's running off uh, Linux... Yikes. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, part B to that question. Do you think this thing is worth hacking? No. Because uh, it's double the price of a Raspberry Pi. But I'm, I'm going to take a wild <laughs> guess and say it probably probably uh it's not worth that 200 dollars price tag honestly the playstation classic is worth more than this <laughs> actually no uh this thing's 149 nick so uh technically this console is worth more than that playstation classic Ugh. plus this has tomb raider on it the second one for some reason that's the only game we know out of the 800 you'd think they'd at least give us like a sneak peek or something i think they'd give us a list yeah I feel like uh, there's a 0% chance of anything because right now uh, there's probably at least three dozen lawyers that are not his at his house right now. And he probably has to take down this website and that money is going to get lost immediately. And it's going to take a very, very long time for that money to come back because I'm pretty sure it's going to go straight to lawyer fees. But what do I know? So, uh, you know, straight from the Nyland Mountains of China, the Soldier Game console and the Soldier Game handheld coming to homes near you. What a year for gaming. Oh, I thought you were trying to like pitch this as uh, the game of the year or the game console of the year. What? What? what a year for gaming. I mean, we could just as easily scour through Alibaba and those other uh, <laughs> shady looking websites. I bet I could find you uh, maybe not Soldier Game, but uh, maybe Body Ya Game or something like that. Just like a, there's got to be a knockoff <laughs> of, of this knockoff. Oh, right? no, I'm, sure. I'm, not, I'm not doubting that these knockoffs. I can get it for $12. But the fact that uh, we have a, 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 a an American celebrity partner up with whoever and do something like this is is just it's amazing to say the least. It's just amazing how nobody nobody from his legal team were to, was to say anything. I'm pretty sure he uh it's it's kind of like one of those streakers on a football or sorry soccer field where they run onto the field completely naked and he probably got faster than they realized what was going on and he's he's streaking <laughs> hard. Uh I guess the final question I have over this before we wrap this section up of uh news uh does he have any mark whatsoever on this console or handheld? Because as far as I'm not, aware, apparently there's no branding on any anything. So he's not good. It's his theoretically, but he's influencing his own product without actually influencing quality or influencing like a signature. Like I feel like the signature might be worth like 40, 50 bucks. So maybe put it on the console. That's uh you know, that would make sense. Hell, you could sign the handheld on the fucking screen itself and you could sell it for 149. That you know, you still be saving money since it's technically marked for two hundred. How, my, my, my closing question for this would be how long will this last i'm i'm surprised this website's still up right now actually <laughs> um that being said the game game awards happened a few days ago oh man um, fuck awards, i just realized that we're not going to have a chance for the contender for uh game of the year a uh, very popular coming out soon game soldier game I think, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Are you sure? We got to consider all possibilities, man. I think we'll be just fine. Um, 
I was doing some I was doing some digging into it because I know not so much about video game awards and I'm trying to find out like which ones are like the Oscars or the Grammys or the video game uh, awards of the industry um, and apparently the game awards have a long-running history before they were known as the game awards uh, they were known as a spike video game awards spike yes uh, spike was a uh, more in like uh, between like 2000 and 2006 was a uh, super well-known uh, TV program uh, or company that focused on video games. Like, uh, they were one of the first people to bring out the concept of talking about video games on cable media. Right. So it would make sense that, uh, you know, they if they got an impression in an outlet to television, that they would be one of the first people to do something like that. Other companies would be like uh, the Joystick uh, Awards and stuff like that. Right. But honestly, uh, let's be real here. There are so many different movie cri- or video game critics and all that stuff. And there isn't really going to be anything that can level like the Oscar or anything like that. There's no. not going to be yeah. that one all time group because everybody's going to say, hey, we're the group of judges for all video games. But then there's, you know, it's like uh, the uh, what's it called? The Anchorman, I believe where all the different uh, TV stations <laughs> all meet up and start fighting each other. Like, we're also going to rate the video game awards over here, but we're the official one. And it's like, the, you know, the rivers will run red with your low review scores or something. I don't know. But anyways, yes, the game awards. Yes, so this is their uh, fourth year now. Um, and so we're going to cover some of the winners for some of these categories. And we're just going to go over some of the announcements, the bigger announcements. Um, and we'll go over the announcements first. Okay. Um, so we've got a few things here. We've got uh, so one of them is Epic launching its Steam competitor, uh, Journey making its uh, debut on Epic Store. Uh, so Journey was a indie classic that was a PlayStation exclusive. Yes, uh, came out also, for the three and then was uh, out on the fourth. Yes, and I also believe it was one of the PS Plus game games that came out recently this year. So it's uh, a very popular and well uh, adored game. My, my wife right. loved it. Right, so now they're porting it over to PC, and it's going to be out with uh, through Epic's uh, store uh, sometime next year. So that's okay. something to look forward to. Um, what else we got here? They announced a new, uh, the next Far Cry game. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic sequel to Far Cry 5. Um, uh, it's going to be out on the 15th of Feb and for $40 on PS4 and Xbox One. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was an interesting noise, Tyler. Uh, we are talking about Far Cry, right? Yes, we are talking about Far Cry. Um, so, 40- so it seems to be set in the same world um, where it's it's sort of a campaign post Far Cry 5 where a villain sets off a nuclear bomb. Okay. Uh, so is this hypothetically a uh, like a standalone expansion, I guess? It seems akin to um, Blood Dragon, I think. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, that yeah. is their uh, their kind of style, so to speak. So I guess that would make sense. But it's just weird. Far Cry New Dawn is what it's called. Yeah. Coming out um, on February 15th. Uh, the Switch is getting its first uh, Marvel exclusive game with uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Hmm. Um. I, I, it, well, it's like I'm looking at this and... I, it must be what my grandfather said when I showed him, like, well, I didn't get to show him by Or if my grandpa, for the first time, looked at a cell phone going, that's cool, but... Hmm. What's the point? Or like, uh, what you? Now, uh, I do want to read out the section of the news. Thank you for the bridge for this. Uh, the Marvel's first Marvel... Sorry, the Switch's first Marvel exclusive is, you know, the, what we talked about. the By the company uh, Team Ninja, which made Neo and Ninja Gaiden, or Gaiden, uh, it, for some reason in this article it says that's a platform developer combination we haven't seen 
I'm assuming since 2010, uh, 10's Metroid Other M. And uh, I don't know why they would bring that name into the the, the mud here at this point. I, I don't <laughs> understand why they would put Ultimate Alliance through the Black Order in the same mud pile that is Other M. But whatever. It looks cool. It looks very promising. Uh, it's just, uh, oh man, I wonder... Uh, it does not say uh, when it's actually going to come out, though, uh, unless uh, it says exclusively on the Switch in 2019. And th- there's also a couple of other good things, like a sh- I see mention of, uh, like, when you think of Marvel Ultima Alliance, you think of your standard Marvel characters, but we're, right, we're seeing right. Guardians of the Galaxy and all this stuff, so good stuff to look forward to. So uh, something to, you know, be interested in. What's next, though? Um, a couple of things we have... Uh, a new game announced, The Outer Worlds, by um, RPG Legends, Obsidian Entertainment. Yes, which just got bought bought by uh, Microsoft. Microsoft, oh. uh, yeah, if you remember, Obsidian Entertainment was one yes. of the two companies that got bought up by Microsoft uh, a few weeks ago, actually. So uh, is this suspicious? Or was this know. well planned? I think it was maybe cool. at E3 we can see world premiere exclusive first, world's first. Or the along those the lines. outer worlds, first worlds. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it, it, um, it's interesting because uh, when we we're talking about uh, Microsoft buying a company like Obsidian here, uh, it would make sense uh, that they would want to have a game very soon. I didn't think it was going to be this soon, you know, within a few weeks, but obviously it must have been in the work. Microsoft uh, execs got a hold of it somehow, took a look and said, you know, this is we fantastic. Like yeah. yeah, we we could use uh, another RPG that, you know, is ours specifically. Let's use the power of money. And they did it. And it, they got it. So I'm hoping that Outer Worlds, uh, Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds is uh, something, you know, it's going to be fun. Uh, the uh, the trailer is uh, fairly dramatic of uh, this uh, person running for their life. I have no idea what it's about, but it's well animated. I think that's the thing I really like about this. Uh, the characters move around very fluidly, but I have no idea what it is. So uh, we'll find more Wait, about it. Yeah. Um, Hello Studios has announced a new game. That's right. Hello Games has announced a new Are game. you talking about Hello Games of uh, fame or infame, whatever you want to call it? No Man's Sky? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, they announced sir. a new game that looks beautiful and it looks more like an indie game. Uh, seems to be exploration based based on the trailer, but we really don't know what it's about. Uh, but animation wise, it's 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 lovely. Mind you, though, this is a trailer, so it could very easily be CGI rendering. It's like they'd never done that anything like that before, where they made the trailer no. look so fantastically through CGI that even Sony wanted the you know buy out. No, they've never out. done anything like that before. No. Um, yeah. No. So something to look forward to there. Uh, new Mortal Kombat announced. I'm not a fan. Are you a fan? I uh, I have friends that would be very excited for this, but it wouldn't be to my interest. No, I, right. I, I admit it. But I haven't um, touched a Mortal Kombat game I think since Mortal Kombat Two, so it's it's been a minute. We've got a new Dragon Age on the way. That is potentially more exciting. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Not a very big trailer or anything. Nothing. No specific details, but just letting fans know that the franchise is alive. Ah, the the, uh, the old uh, Metroid Prime Four uh, trick, or uh, <laughs> what, what was it? Elder Scrolls Six was the big yeah. reveal at one. Yeah, yeah. Hold one of those. Okay, sure, we'll take that. Yeah, you know, everybody's excited for a Dragon Age. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't also announce that water is wet and uh, you know the, the sky is blue. <laughs> but what do I know? Uh, something about Fortnite. I'm gonna gloss over because that's not important. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. 
Yeah, we're looking at the last article here, and I'm sure there's a lot of people jumping for joy. I should be jumping for joy, and I am. I will be honest. I thought of you immediately when I read this section of the article. You didn't I'm think like, of Cam, right. really? No, I'm, I'm flattered. Because no, because you you have you enjoy you enjoy the games. Yeah. But you also have a very very strong not strong but you have like a passive aggressive resentment for the games as well uh it's because it has such a strong start but then it turns into this endless cycle for like a middle 30 hours and then it has a strong finish but it's during those 30 hours where it's like the fuck is now specifically that was uh persona 4 golden uh persona 5 had a similar setup but it felt like i was enjoying it a little bit better because it felt like there was actual character development right but persona 4 I'm glad it's in that case on the wall. That way, if I, uh, in case of emergency, just break the Vita in half, I'll know it goes down with it. But we're not talking about Persona 4, Persona 5. But we're not not even talking about Persona 5. No, we're talking about Um, Joker, which is the uh, the code name of the main character from Persona 5. He's announced as a is it is it a he? Yes, uh, it, it, I hope so. Otherwise, I missed they, a lot of details. They, so, Joker's announced as a uh, DLC character for Super Bros. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. He um, is, in fact, a Super Bro, uh, as you asked. Uh, <laughs> he is uh, male in the game canonically, presu- presumably, uh, unless so. there's a wild twist at the end. You know, I I don't know. But um, those are some of the bigger announcements from. Um, Oh, the you know what I want to talk about it? The fact that he's a Super Smash Bros. character? Even though Persona is not... Persona 5 is not even on the freaking Switch. I, right? I, okay, Tyler, I think we've been, been, we've been through this. Like, a lot of these things I have no idea of, so... Okay. And there also has been a situation similar to this. For example, uh, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII was in Super Smash Bros. Uh, for the Wii U. Even though uh, he has no reason to be there beyond, you know, fan desire. Right. <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm guessing Atlas paid a uh, butt fucking ton of money of uh, promotion over to Nintendo. I'm hoping it's that way, not the other way around, because I'm pretty sure it's actually the other way around. Because Nintendo can, you know, freelance Waluigi, but uh, they must have paid quite a pretty penny <laughs> that have Joker here. But what do I know? At, I'm least, just at least Waluigi will be in something at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, the Game Awards. The Game Awards. Uh, the Game Award this is Awards. actually very exciting. Uh, by Polygon. the article open? Yes, uh, I'm looking Close at Polygon.com. Close down the article. We're going to do it differently. I, okay, but before I do that, can I just say one thing? Yes, of course. I love this interesting picture that shows uh, the big names of each of the three companies. <laughs> PlayStation, Sean Layden, Xbox's Phil Spencer, and Nintendo's Reggie Philomay. Wow, <laughs> they, they looked like... I feel like uh, you you put like a, a a scared looking video game character down there and just slap a Brazers logo and it would just be fantastic. Or you know, there's got to be a showdown. Like there's probably got to be so many memes right now at this point. Oh man. Okay. So as you requested, I'm exiting out. I'm, I yeah. I'm no longer looking or reviewing over the uh, the games. All right. So we're not going to go over all of them because there are a lot of uh, categories. We're going to go some of the bigger ones. So we're just going to go right for it and start with Game of the Year. Uh, Game of the Year nominations. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Celeste. <laughs> God of War. Mm. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Mm. Monster Hunter World. Ugh. Red Dead Redemption 2. Blech. Tyler, who do you think won? 
for game of the year, I wish I kind of wish it was Celeste at this point, but I, it, I, it's this it's just there for nomination fodder. Unfortunately, such a good game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption has a strong case for, but for game of the year, no, I, I'm I'm sticking with Santa Monica. God of War, man, it's got to be God of War. You're correct. God of War did yeah. in fact win game of the year. Um, now I, I want to say with uh, all the disclaimers and all the stuff, uh, I do not consider this you know the end all be all. If you like Red Dead Redemption no. more than yeah. God of War, then more power to you. It's just personal opinions and all that stuff, so no hard feelings. Um, best ongoing game. Here are the nominees: <laughs> Destiny Two, mm. Fortnite, oh, No Man's Sky, <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> And oh. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> Tyler, who do you think? Who do you think took away the prestigious award of best ongoing game at the Game Awards 2018? My heart's telling me destiny, but my body, my body is saying Fortnite. <laughs> oh. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is Fortnite. You know it's gonna be fucking Fortnite. <laughs> the moment you mention it, you heard me excited for Destiny, and then you're like Fortnite, like oh boy, okay. Best it, narrative. Sorry, continue. Well, I was just gonna say it like uh, it's weird because it I am. It's like watching somebody parachute out of the sky and they're excited and stuff, and all of a sudden their parachute just detaches. Mm-hmm. It, got, it got sliced in half by Fortnite, and it's like, oh, yep, I know what I know what happens here. I know what happens next. From a from a from the point of view of uh, if we talk about how much power a game has, uh, like I can't argue against Fortnite, right? Because here, this is a personal bias where I just don't where I don't think Fortnite should ever be like. I, I don't. I honestly don't think Fortnite should ever even be nominated for a lot of these. Uh, they, they, they were nominated for a few other categories, but for best ongoing game and for what they've done globally and the kind of trend they've set, I can't argue that win. I I would like to actually. I would happily argue that, but we don't. I don't want to spend you know the time doing that right here and now. Oh, I guess no. my big question is uh, now. I'm kind of concerned. Is this uh, is the winners of this set by voters or by the uh, the biases of uh, a group of people? We don't know that. I don't think so. Anyways, I, but, uh, I don't know that. I do think that for some of them you can vote. But I don't know. I'm not. I can't be too certain about that. Because Fortnite is one of those kind of games where, if it's based off the voter system, it's going to naturally win by numbers alone. Because, you know, everybody knows Fortnite or Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite, fucking Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite dude. Uh, but not everybody is going to know uh, Destiny Two. Yeah. So I can totally see the you know where that works out in their favor. Where you know. Yeah, you ask even like twenty people, you know, old duffers over in Hollywood. Uh, well, you know, what's the best ongoing game? And it's like that Fortnite game. My cousin still plays, and everybody's like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> what about that? Uh, we we have a nomination for Destiny. Is is that a movie? Uh, no, no, no. It was made by uh, Bungie. Oh, they they jump. No, no, no. Well, no, Bungie. They make Halo. Oh, it's a Halo game. Ooh, that's a good contender. Just stuff like that. Right, right. I know it's not realistic. No, 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 it's no, a group of I professionals, what you're but I'm just let's continue. Best narrative. And I think I, this is going to be interesting. Um, for best narrative, we have the nominations are the nominees are Detroit Become Human. <laughs> God of War. <laughs> Life is Strange 2 Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Marvel Spider-Man. Mm. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. Tyler, who do you think won the 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 category for best narrative? Could you read the the first one again? Oh no, you don't have to say it. Fucking Detroit. <laughs> um, I'll go over the nominees again. We've got Detroit Become Human. Am I picking or am I picking what I think they're picking? No, I'm just uh, you're picking who you think won the award. Okay. Uh, well, 
honestly, if they picked game of the year for God of War, I feel like uh, God of War hit such a big name, but it would have been a close scrape for them. I'm going to say they let God of War back off. Uh, you know, it's like uh, they, they won the GTOY, or sorry, GOTY, you know, game the of year. Uh, it's either going to be only Detroit become human. I feel like it should get it just for the hell of it. <laughs> but Red Dead Redemption at the same time got completely skirted so far. It's either going to be Detroit Become Human or Red Dead Redemption. Do you want me to lock down on one of them? Lock down an answer, please. I'm going with my boy, Mr. Cage. I'm going for Detroit Become Human. So the winner for Allegory Academy Best Narrative in, at the Game Awards 2018 is Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, I'm fine with this. I'm comfortable with this. I wanted to do it for the memes at this point. There's not even a meme for this, but there's got to be something. This one I'm a little bit upset about, Uh or at least not upset, but I feel like this shouldn't have been it, but best score slash music. Slash, okay, so musical pieces. This is my deal. Nominations are Celeste, God of War, mm-hmm. Marvel Spider-Man, Ooh. Nino Kuni 2, Re- uh, Revenant Kingdom. That came out this year? That did come out this year. Octopath Traveler, mm. Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, it stinks because most of the time I spent with Red Dead Redemption 2, I was listening to an obnoxious teenager talk about it while he streamed it. So all I really remember is gunshots and screams. So unless that's part of the OST, I don't think... Uh, I don't think that's going to be it for me. Uh, God of War has uh, good music, fucking fantastic music. And for some reason, I don't remember of any of the other names that you just said. Oh, crap. Uh, I can go over the list again. Name the the notable ones. You know which ones are reasonably notable. So so you got two of them, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2. And then we've got Celeste, Spider-Man, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler. Okay, Octopath Traveler has great uh, retro music and... Spider-Man uh, has, you know, it has good flowing music, but it's synonymically the same, even if it's great. I'm going to say they give it to freaking Red Dead Redemption again, because uh, they're going to do that. Yeah, correct. Or okay. I uh, you, you know where, you know where my heart is. Did. My heart okay. tells me that uh, God they... God of War should have gotten that. God of War has a fantastic soundtrack, because there is a category for best audio design. Now, audio design, as compared to score and music, are two different things. Score and music is purely the music in the game. Audio design is the shit like the footsteps, the animations, like the physical sounds, all of that shit. That's audio design. Yeah. I would understand if something else, somebody else won the category for that, but best score, music, God of War is a fantastic, is a, is a but is it better, better than album. Red Dead Redemption 2? In my opinion, yes. Okay. I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm just making sure that uh, you understand what it's up against. Okay. Uh, w- um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> carrying you, on. Oh, man. You got really fired up. No wonder why you um, got upset. Give me a little tell there, too. Best independent game. Uh, were, I mean, were there any Republican or Democrat games? <laughs> All right, oh, okay. Sorry. Best indie. Indie game. Best indie game. I'm assuming that's what that's supposed to mean. I just was We've there. got The Messenger, mm-hmm. Return of the Obra Din, Into the Breach, Dead Cells, and Celeste. Ooh. The only names I heard uh, talked about so appreciatedly, like I'm sure the other ones were too, but not to this level, was Celeste and uh, Dead Cells. Celeste uh, was more talked about well uh, locally with uh, people I've talked with. But Dead Cells was the highest talked about to me, uh, like by people I was listening to on podcasts and whatnot. I know Obra Dinn was uh, also a uh, underdog hero at a certain point, but I didn't hear enough bang for it. I'm going to say Dead Cells. Dead Cells is incorrect. Oof. Uh, Celeste actually took away the, the award for that. You know what? Good for them. Dead Cells yeah. is a great game, but Celeste, uh, it, it deserves a spot somewhere on the board. So we're going to go over two more um, uh, categories. 
We're gonna go yeah. over um, best action adventure game. Nominees for best action adventure game. Can't we just pick 2017 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and just do it over? Always again? for everything. Just everything for fighting, combat, for for audio design, sound, art direction, narrative. I'm, I'm pretty sure they won a lot of awards. Maybe not for music. They did, they did win a lot of awards. I feel like music um, they might have gotten kind of you know <laughs> iffy on, but sure. Best action adventure game: Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, God of War, mm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Could you go through it one more time for me real quick? Nominees are Shadow of the Tomb Raider, yep. Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, God of War, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for best action adventure game. Okay, so let's let's get rid of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm sorry. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is out. Uh, Odyssey, I'm going to also take out because uh, it got Odyssey's really... out. Yeah, okay. You, you're, you don't even have to need an ex- explanation. So Red Dead Redemption, Spider-Man, or God of War. Uh, Spider-Man hasn't gotten any love yet. I want to say God of War naturally just because I love God of War to no end. And Red Dead Redemption has gotten its own awards, so they should be happy. My heart of heart says God of War, but I'm going to put my locked-in answer for Spider-Man because I feel like uh, they need to give Spider-Man a win somewhere. That's fair. Um, but no, God of War won. Hell yeah! Um, and then this last one, which I think you'd appreciate... Um, best role-playing game. <laughs> oh my! Best role. The best role-playing game is the five minutes I have with you every single time before the podcast. <laughs> the nominees are Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. Oh boy! Nino Kuni Two: Revenant Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler. Pillars of Eternity Two: uh, Dead Fire. Okay. Monster Hunter World. Oh boy! <laughs> There's that little elephant in the room over here. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, what was the uh, the middle answer? Uh, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. Uh, it must have been the one after that. I'm trying to remember. Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler was a uh, a, a, a sleeping hit. Like, it, it did great, but, man. Uh, Monster Hunter Worlds it was, right? Uh, Monster Hunter World. Is that your, is that your answer? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to lock in on that. That, that. that was too big to ignore. I want to give Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler is my runner up if it isn't. But uh, Monster Hunter Worlds, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, good for them. They did good. I'm going to lock in on that. You're correct. Monster Hunter okay. World did, in fact, win best action uh, role playing game. It makes and sense. I'm just going to quickly go over some of these other uh, categories and just announce the winners. Yeah. Uh, for some of the more significant ones. So, best game direction. Uh, God of War won in com- competition with Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Detroit Become Human, and All Way Out. Oh, uh, this is where the uh, God of War starts sweeping. Uh, best art direction um, in comparison, uh, so in contention with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Return of Oberdin, Return of Oberdin 1. Interesting. Um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 also won Best Audio Design in comparison to Forza Horizon 4, God of War, Spider-Man, and Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Really? They won the music score and the sound audio design? design? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, but when the axe hits your hand with the thwack sound, it sounds so good in God of War. That I, no. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> um, best Performance. Um, so we've got Brian Deckhart as Connor in Detroit Become Human. Christopher good. Judge as Kratos, God of War. Santi um, Mahut as Cassandra in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Uh, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker, Marvel Spider-Man. Red Dead Redemption 2 won. Big surprise. Hmm. Um, games for Impact. 11-11, uh, Memories Retold. Celeste, Florence, 
Life is Strange 2 Episode 1, The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Celeste won that category. Okay. Um, best Mobile. This is where I was really happy, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, and, no, and, you'll, and you'll know why. Uh, we've got Reigns, Game of Thrones, PUBG Mobile, Fortnite, Florence, Donut Co- uh, County. Florence won. Oh, man, I was going to vote the for Donut fucking Donut Battle Royale didn't win. Thank God. Hell yeah, Fortnite only scored one and the evil empire stays at bay. Uh, best action game, uh, Dead Cells won in, co- in competition with Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. Um, best fighting, Dragon Ball Z, fi- uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighter Z, yes. took it away in competition with Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter 5, and Bla- uh, Blaze Blue cross tag battle. I would say, um, you don't say that with too much uh, confusion because Cam talked about that very happily before. <laughs> Um, best sports slash racing Forza Horizon 4 in competition with FIFA, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K, and Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, best multiplayer game Fortnite won in competition with Black Ops 4, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves, and Destiny 2 Forsaken. That's right, Sea of Thieves was a game this year, wasn't it? Sea of Thieves was a game this year. Best esports game uh, Overwatch won in comparison to League of Legends, Fortnite, Dota 2, Counter Strike Global Offensive. Um, yeah, and then it goes into a bunch of esports things. Best, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, interesting uh, awards here, and I just looked it up. Um, nominees for the game awards are chosen by an international jury of 69 global media and influence uh, influencer outlets, um, selected for their history of critical evaluation of video games. Um, and then I think we people vote. Uh, the winner winners are determined by blended vo- uh, vote between the voting jury. Uh, 90% and public fan votes, 10%. So uh, what are your thoughts here? How do you think Reggie feels as uh, the Nintendo representative to not get, as far as I heard so far, a single nomination for a Nintendo-based game? Um, that, that's a that's a field bad for sure. <laughs> I mean, at, at the very least, and I'm looking at the list now, uh, so far the only thing I've seen Octopath. is uh, Octopath. Wait, was Octopath, oh, it was nominated. Did it win anything? No, it did not win anything. But it was still up there. But like a uh, best VR AR game, which let's be real, Sony has the only VR uh, system between the uh, the three of them. But that's okay. Uh, Sony Santa Monica was probably the big winner here with uh, you know God of War and all that stuff. So also we've got three nominations for Nintendo in the same category for best family game, but Nintendo didn't win. <laughs> so it was it was mario tennis aces nintendo labo super mario party starlink battle for atlas and overcooked 2 overcooked 2 took it away and i can't you know i'm okay with that now you've you've heard the shit i've said about mario tennis aces and super mario party mostly online stuff and whatnot nintendo labo was kind of it was either going to do great or doom from the start level shit so uh, Starlink uh, came out, you know, just very recently, so I feel like uh, that would be kind of hard to uh, you know, make a case for so quickly. So, yeah, I'm okay with Overcooked uh, two winning Best Family Game at that point. Overall, I think it was an interesting, uh, interesting um, kind of like as expected, um, as expected winners from all these different ca- categories. I'm glad God of War got its fair share. I'm glad. Uh, honestly, I don't care that Red Dead got its fair share. I'm just glad that. Fortnite didn't win more than two awards, and they only won the two awards. I totally understand that. Uh, another thing that I do like about Game Awards, and I'm sure everybody's happy by this uh, thought process, is uh, it gives me a chance to say, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I the winner of Game of the Year was God of War, but you know what? I haven't touched, you know, Celeste, or I haven't touched Assassin's 
Creed Odyssey, and those those were contenders for Game of the Year. Maybe I should give those a shot. And so, you know, if there's something that I really like that won, but there's also good contenders, like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, give uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, uh, you know, a shot for being best ongoing game. I won't, but, you know, uh, <laughs> like, for example, uh, there's so many good awards for Marvel Spider-Man, and it's like, I keep pushing that off, but I would be okay with, you know, picking that up and giving it a shot. Maybe people, when they see best narrative, uh, Detroit Become Human being a contender, they might give it a shot. Right, and right. I'm pretty sure it's fairly cheap nowadays. So, you know, uh, I think that would what be is the price? well. What's up? What is the price? Oh, oh I, I thought you were asking for the price. Like, I have no, no idea. Jeez. Um, all right. So moving on, wrapping up the show here. There are actually no major games re- slated for release uh, until January. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, this is the time of year that everybody's starting to do the Game of the Year awards. So I figured that uh, by the the end of uh, maybe next week or whatnot, we can actually start doing the, like the, the dirty details of starting to discuss uh, right, either live right. or pre-record or whatnot. Just to uh, figure out our thought process, what we want, what you know, our feelings and all that stuff. But uh, at the same time, a lot of people don't like uh, releasing games too close to Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. That's usually the territory for movies and other festivities. And most of the people have done their shopping at that point. So they usually right, don't have right. the fonts and all that other excuses. So, yeah, uh, the biggest thing I pointed out to Nick here uh, and, you know, he kind of chortled at me was uh, for the PlayStation VR Borderlands is coming out. Uh, Borderlands 2, I believe, hopefully. If it's Borderlands 1, then oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah, big yeah. jump there. Um, we do have some uh, some items on the list for this day in gaming for Monday, October 10th, 2018. No, what am I saying? October? No, December 10th, 2018. Oh, wow. I, I was like, I was about to scream. <laughs> oh, God, I'm into a time vortex. So just, <laughs> yes. So there's two things on this list, uh, two things of significance for me. Um, well, no, one thing of significance and then one just interesting thing. Uh, Prince of Persia, uh, remaster, a, a reboot, a Prince of Persia reboot yes. that came out in 2008 on PC and came out on the consoles as well at that time. Um, this was an interesting game. I was a big fan of the uh, uh, Sands of Time, Warrior Within, uh, Two Thrones uh, games, Prince of Persia games. Uh, those, uh, though they played a significant part in my uh, sort of uh, development of my taste for video games as I was growing up. And this came out, this was more of an artistic game, I would make, I would argue. Okay. Uh, at least that's what it seemed like to me. I don't know what the studio's uh, mission statement was when they were making this game. I'm pretty um, sure they didn't know either, but that's okay. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was it's ch- the combat was different. It was all one-on-one combat, um, but the artistic style was very vibrant very uh very uh fluid very um it was interesting uh you it it took it took the old concept of prince of persia and completely threw it out the window now you're this uh thief slash beggar whatever and then you run into a princess in the desert and this thing happens and now you have to save a bunch of people using the power of light and so um, you tag team with her to do things and it, it it was an interesting it made for interesting gameplay uh, but artistically, it, it, I think it it's it has an impact on me that I didn't realize until I saw this name on the list. It's interesting because uh, I feel like this is one of the game series I've heard so much about, but I've never actually touched myself. And like I've, I, every time I hear about it, it's like I'm mildly interested, but at the same time, I just never took the ambition to you know give it a shot. Uh, this could potentially be one of those hidden wells where I try something I like it so much that I just start playing everything. So I got to be careful with these kind of things, but. I would have to take a look to see if there's uh, any like modern way of playing any of these games right now. Uh, 
I do want to add uh, another thing to your list. Sure. Uh, 2015 uh, came out worldwide, so three years old. Uh, congratulations to the uh, the Steam release of uh, PewDiePie, Legend of the Brofist. PewDiePie had his own game made out of him, as well as uh, impressions of other famous YouTubers such as Jack Septicai. Right. Uh, also, uh, Terraria came out for the 3DS same year. So. Yeah, so that, that was like a base release. So I'm like, uh... oh come on, you're about to uh, announce uh, some years ago the release of a console that since then has sold about 300 consoles out of it. Yeah, because I feel like this is an interesting soldier game. Sell more than the <laughs> Xbox 360 um, out in Japan. So yeah, in 2005, the Xbox 360 got its Japanese release. And we've talked a little bit about this in terms of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was the game? Was it Halo 2 or Halo 3 with the people keeping the servers alive? Uh, Halo oh. 2 specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, we celebrated the uh, console release of the PS4 last year. And I'm like, well, 360 did you know, horribly in Japan, but still worthwhile well to talk about. The kind where if you don't know and you see it on a Wikipedia article, you think somebody was trolling. Kind of like, <laughs> like triple digits at the very most on like uh monthly sales though it was weird how like maybe it was just hard to get at this point i have no idea i just feel like hmm uh, let's let's try to uh let's try to sell one today and you know trying to sell like groceries with it can you imagine what the microsoft stores would have been like over there (laughs) uh the lines wouldn't be long that's for fucking Um, but yeah, that that's about it. Anything you want to add, Tyler? Uh, I'm scrolling real hard, but honestly, I don't find or I can't see anything that. It's been like, really slow, slow, even on that list. It was, it, it was a really slow. Pokemon, time of the year. Pokemon Snap uh, came out uh, the Nintendo 64 port onto the Wii uh, 11 years ago. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like 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 you said, there, there's not too much uh, on this day. Uh, we're not going to see as much either, unfortunately. Like uh, as we also noticed with the game releases, uh, it gets it starts to dry out by the second week of December. So yeah, might- uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there's lots uh, planned for uh, starting about halfway through Jan, uh, like starting about the 12th or the 13th uh, of January. That's when games are starting to come out again. So. Uh, Donkey Kong 64 came out in 1999 in Japan and Australia. Oh, yay. I, I know. <laughs> and uh, panicking. Actually, I shouldn't say this, and I, I want to check this real quick. Uh, I feel like uh, Ocarina of Time came out actually uh, in December. Oh, sorry, November 21st, 1998. Close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, not uh, quite the time frame I was looking for specifically, but I guess uh, that's as close as we're going to get. I think that's it, man. Unless you want to start talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog that came out for the Game Gear. In Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Two Times Tyler uh, alongside Nick over there. I don't know where I was going with that, actually. Nick, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, I was going to say holding hands and stuff like that, but my wife, my wife is nearby and I don't want to have the awkward conversation. Uh, where can we find you, though? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11, and you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. You're I'm a better kind of, man than I am. I'm kind of streaming again. You're kind of streaming again. It's I'm kind, kind of, like of a summer again. vacation for you at this point. So, like, I'm, I'm mostly just sleeping right now because I still do have an exam next week. Uh, sorry, um, in, in two days as of the, the time this episode comes out. Um, and so once that's done, then I can start, like, properly, like, all right, I'm just going to do nothing in stream. 
Um, you can find the show, Casual Master Quest, on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Or you can email us any questions, comments, concerns. You want to yell at us. You want to sue us. Anything that you want. You can just, our business email is CasualMasterQuest. You don't want to sue us. Want to see was no bethesda did not send the legal uh support team jobs over to us either <laughs> so you don't have to worry about us Ah uh, man god bless but you, um that's it for episode 30 tyler that was episode 30 we have 30 of these 30. motherfuckers holy yes. shit we're on fire baby um i'm nick that's tyler that's me we are casual master quest we're party animals don't forget to never stop the grind oh i thought we were gonna love you all sentences so i was gonna say don't forget to never stop and i'll be like that's that's kind of gay. Never, 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 and that's where I start saying never. <laughs> we will talk to you guys later. See you next uh, week. Uh, bye bye. Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod.